Welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. I'm Cynthia Davis. And I'm Art Devitalis. Now for today's News Blast. In this episode, we hear from a barbecue behind Chicka Pacow and Judith Baker, featured artist at the Bosque Arts Center for the month of October. We'll take a look at local news briefs and what's to come in Bosque before your local arrest report. But first, a word from one of our sponsors. The Clifton Chamber of Commerce is proud to present the 2021 Norwegian Country Christmas Tour Saturday, December 4th. The holiday festivities start in downtown Clifton Friday, December 3rd with the annual lighted Christmas parade at 6.30 p.m. On the tour this year, the Old Rock Church, the Bosque Arts Center, Our Savior's Lutheran Church, the Ringness Home, the Bosque Museum, the Switching House, the Peterson House, the Clifton Floral Company House, the Valley View House, and Heritage Village at the Armory in Clifton City Park. The Norwegian luncheon is set for 11 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. at the Clifton Civic Center, served and prepared by the Cranfields Gap Chamber of Commerce. Tour tickets are $12 and the luncheon costs the same. Carriage rides are free in downtown from 3 to 6 p.m. Compliments of First National Bank. Call and get your tickets before it's too late at 254-675-3720 or call 1-800-344-3720. And join in on this tradition that celebrates the heritage, history, and culture of Bosque County. For our lead story today, it's time for barbecue yet again. My name's Alan Freeman. Our team name is Team Chickapacow. Chicken, pig, and cow all kind of smushed up. Said very quickly, Chickapacow. All right, awesome, and it has a kick to it, as I would assume what you cook as well. Are you taking part in the National Championship Barbecue Cook-Off this year? Yes, we are. We've been cooking since 2003. Probably in 2007, we got serious about it, and it wasn't until 2010 we got our first really good call. We got a grand champion, and ever since then, we've just never looked back. We love the competitive spirit in in the barbecue family. I mean, once you start getting to know and meet some of the cooks, you couldn't meet a better bunch of people. Whenever you enter a competition, if you're going for grand champion, you have to sit there and cook all the three meats. Sometimes at some competitions, it's four meats. At the national champion at the Meridian, there'll be three meats. It'll be brisket, ribs, and chicken. You must cook all three to be eligible for grand champion. He explained a little bit more about the ancillary dishes as well. They'll have probably a couple of ancillaries, and ancillaries are like side categories. They don't come into play as far as the overall grand champion, but it does give you a few more categories to cook if you're, like, good at them, like pinto beans. Sometimes it's a chef's choice. They've got all kinds of different types of ancillaries that that will enter into a competition. For us, it's such a large cook-off. One, you're going to have so many good cooks there that... I mean, you're just hoping that you get on a good table and that you will advance up into the final round. And if you can just make it to that point, I mean, it's a cook-off that has a large payout. Us, our goal at every cook-off has always been we don't let our heads get real big on us. We just want to break even. You know, if we can get in there and get one good call, we break even. We've got a hobby that is, you know, paying for itself. Anything that comes beyond that, you know, we're just tickled. So it's obvious that every dish is important in every contest, but how has the team done in past competitions? Like the last probably six years, 
We've been always in the top 15 the past four or five years. We've been in the top 10. My best accomplishments are probably last year we were the number one brisket cook in the state with IBCA. And the two or three years prior to that, we were the number two brisket cook. Three years ago, I was the number one chicken cook. And then the year after that, the number two, that those have been our strongholds. But the last four or five, we've been able to stay in the top ten cooks uh, in the state with IBCA, with that sanctioning body. It's a real competitive sport, but it's also a real family-oriented sport. You have one cook always looking out after another cook. Like me, if somebody comes over, especially if it's a new cook, somebody that hasn't been around for a while, if they were to come over to my trailer, I I would share the world with them because this isn't backyard cooking. We asked him how he started and what makes barbecue competitions unique. Thanks, Alan, and we can't wait to see how Chickapacow does this year. That's how most of us all get started. Me, I started that all my friends came over to a backyard barbecue and said it's the best stuff they ever ate until I went to a competition and sat in my chair the whole way through and found out real quick, well, these, these guys that cook all the time, it's a different level. You know, it's, it's go and introduce yourself, become friends with a couple of cooks, and they'll, they'll throw you a few tidbits. Me, I'll open my door and tell you to come on in. If I can help you get a little bit further along, it's my pleasure. Up next, it's the main event this weekend, the National Championship Barbecue Cook-Off that we've been talking about. The National Championship Barbecue Cook-Off is back October 23rd, 2021. The cook-off gives back to local student scholarships in a big way and is in its 34th year. The NCBC is a 501c3 nonprofit and is sanctioned by the International Barbecue Cookers Association. To help out as a judge or compete as a cooker, call the office at 254-717-2359 or email ncbc9414 at sbcglobal.net. And don't forget, you can still contribute to this cause by donation. Get ready for the weekend of October 23rd and find out more at ncbcmeridian.com. To the news desk and local events. The annual Corner Drag Thanksgiving dinner is set for Thursday, November 25th on Thanksgiving. Stay tuned for updates and more information to come. The Clifton Food Bank, located at the corner of West 9th and State Highway 6, is open on Sunday afternoons from 12.30 to 2 p.m. for your convenience, as well as 9.30 a.m. until noon on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Applications for new clients and updates for existing clients may be made during these times. Clients must live in the 76634 zip code. The Healthy Kids Running Series is almost wrapped up for the fall season, but we'll conclude with Week 5 and the Parent Mile this Sunday. Visit the Healthy Kids Running Series Clifton, Texas on Facebook for more information. And now, a word from Savannah Lee with State Farm Insurance. If you're a small business owner in Bosque County, think about everything you need to help your business succeed. 
You need a plan, happy customers, steady cash flow, and an insurance agent that gets you. State Farm agent Savannah Lee runs a small business in Clifton too, and she understands the unique needs of local business owners. Savannah will make it easy to choose the right protection at the right price. Because one thing you don't need is insurance stress. Call State Farm agent Savannah Lee for your small business needs today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Live performances are set for the Texas Troubadours Songwriter Classic at 5 p.m. Saturday, November 6th at the Bosque Arts Center. The BAC seeks to celebrate and promote the songwriters and singer-songwriters of country music by providing an opportunity nationwide for recognition of their talent in the great state of Texas. The competition is in its eighth year, and Marty Haggard is set to judge. For more on what he's looking for, listen to our special episode on BoskeyCountyBlast.com. The Bosque River Valley chapter of the National Society of the Daughters of the American Revolution will host a Veterans Tribute at 1 p.m. November 11th, which is Veterans Day this year. The event will be hosted at the Performing Arts Center on Clifton ISD campus. You can expect some guest speakers to certainly be veterans, taps, and more from the ceremony. Watch out for Trick or Treat with Main Street, set for Halloween evening from 5 to 7 p.m. This annual event is put on by Clifton Main Street, set for the downtown area. And for our final story today, we talked to Judith Baker about her art and the science behind it. I'm Judith Baker, living here in Clifton. I'm a botanical artist. I was trained through the Society of Botanical Artists in the UK, and it's a particularly botanical illustration. I mainly use colored pencils primarily Faber-Castell. I can also work in pen and ink, graphite, or watercolor from time to time, but I think my main love is colored pencil. For botanical art in the traditional manner, they have where you must show enough detail to allow the plant to be identified, but also have the plant arranged to be artistically pleasing. The dimensions of the plant and its growth habit, the proportions, should be accurate, and basically you should be able to identify that plant by looking at that drawing or painting. And for this exhibit, the intersection of art and science, because I do believe that botanical art really does combine the science of investigating, measuring, so forth, along with the art of arranging that plant. So what's this exhibit like overall, and how did she get started in this particular form of art? It's a series of Texas plants. I collected them, documented them, documented the location where I had collected them, and then drew them in this traditional manner. And the other, the other thing with the traditional manner is that you have no background and no cast shadows. It's just the plant there. My particular inspiration was to celebrate the Texas landscape and all of its diversity. How did I get started? Well, I was a potter to begin with. I was a potter for many years, and then surgery cut that particular hobby off for me. So I went from three-dimensional to two-dimensional, and this had been 11, 12 years ago. And my mentor was Bette Borgeson, a pioneer of colored pencil. She's out in California, has written mm, four or five books. The first book on colored pencil, actually, 
was a bit warbish. And, and so I was very fortunate that I found a mentor that knew so much and could be such a guide for me. And where can you find her work? Of course, the exhibit itself, which is at the Bosque Art Center in the Atrium Gallery, and it runs through the month of October. We'd love for you to come by and see the Atrium Gallery and all the rest of the wonderful art center. My work, find my greeting cards with images of my plants at the BAC gift shop and also at the 219 Artisans Market in downtown Clifton. To inquire about other work of mine, you can simply contact Of course, this being focused on plants found in the area, we had to ask her what types of Texas plants the exhibit included. I can tell you some of the Texas plants that are in it. There's a series of different types of paintbrushes. I like grasses. So there's blue-eyed grass. It's a wonderful plant. There's a plain old Texas thistle. There's the globe artichoke. Now, the globe artichokes, I had never seen an artichoke actually grow. I know that they're in fields in California, but I had never seen one. I watched four artichoke plants from tiny little things to plants that were almost as tall as I am, and I had never seen one bloom. And so I I have drawings, a couple of drawings uh, in the exhibit of the globe artichoke. And it totally fascinated me. And then there's a couple of more rare ones. The prairie celestial, a bluebell, a Texas bluebell that's quite rare. I had to draw that from a herbarium specimen because uh, it is that rare. The wonderful wine cups. And that's a few. That's a few of what's there. Wheatgrass. Thank you, Judith. Congratulations on being featured in October. And be sure to check out the exhibit at the BAC Atrium. So here's a question. You ever find yourself sitting in the house and thinking, I have way too much stuff. These thoughts usually lead to plans for garage sales, a place to donate, or maybe the local dump. But before you do anything drastic, I have a better suggestion. Don't get rid of any of it. Keep it all and just call Affordable Outdoor Buildings at 254-644-2663. Portable buildings are available with everything from placement to painting. Man cave, she shed, barn dominium. If you can imagine it, Affordable Outdoor Buildings can build it affordably. Visit affordableoutdoorbuildings.com. Moving to your local arrest report. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office detained a Morgan man Tuesday, October 12th. Joshua Rivera was charged with injury to a child, family violence. Authorities on behalf of the Bosque County Sheriff's Office arrested a McGregor man Sunday, October 10th. Ricardo Ariaga was charged with driving while intoxicated. The Department of Public Safety detained a Morgan man Friday, October 8th. Timothy Harriet was charged with driving while license invalid with previous convictions or suspensions without a final resolution. Law enforcement agents on behalf of the Bosque County Sheriff's Office arrested a Morgan woman Wednesday, October 13th. Marky Joe May Gilbreth was charged with driving while intoxicated with an open alcohol container enhancement. For more on our local arrest report, visit bosquecountyblast.com for the full article. And that's it for the Bosque County Blast. Follow us online at bosquecountyblast.com. Check our Facebook and Instagram for more to come. 
Download the Bosque County Blast mobile app on Google Play or in your app store. Just search Bosque County Blast. I'm Cynthia Davis. And I'm Art Nevitalis. Until next time, thank you for listening. <laughs>